another episode of Lord of the Rings Sentence, your one-stop podcast for the most detailed and meticulous breakdown of J.R.R. Tolkien's most famous work, The Lord of the Rings. I'm your host, Chad, um, and if you're new to the podcast, this is a show where I read The Lord of the Rings one sentence at a time on a weekly schedule. Uh, that schedule has gone out the window the last few episodes. I apologize about that. I blame the the, the busyness surrounding the holiday season uh matched with my seasonal depression matched with my covid depression um matched with uh i didn't want to do it so now we're uh, i'm trying to get back on a, on a more regular schedule so this will be the 39th sentence of the fellowship of the ring is what we'll be looking into today um and normally around now is when i would introduce my guest for the week but this episode is a little bit different. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, or if you follow the show at LOTR Sentence on Twitter, you'll know that I recently, by the time this episode comes out yesterday, I posted to Twitter, hey, uh, if you've ever wanted to be on Lord of the Rings Sentence as a guest, just click this Zoom link. Um, to which Zoom sent to me an email saying that my my meeting is at risk. Um, they are reaching out to me because a meeting scheduled on my Zoom account has been posted online. It doesn't have security features enabled. This opens the door for anyone, including unwanted guests, to join your meeting. What Zoom doesn't know is that that's kind of what I want. I want to meet new guests. This podcast so far has been a good opportunity for me to meet some people that I probably wouldn't have met before. It's also been a good time to catch up with old friends, uh, with current friends near and far, um, and make new friends. Uh, Ethan Lawrence, Jordan Keys, these are people who have been on the show uh, that I've never met. Eli Smith, he's a person... I knew before the podcast, but I still haven't met him in person. Um, so anyways, looks like I've got my first guest coming on. Um, I'm going to let her into the Zoom now. And um, now, welcome to the show. Uh, welcome back to the show, I should say. Geneva Willis. Geneva, you're the first guest on Lord of the Rings Sentence, episode 39. Uh, how are you doing tonight? doing well i think i just wrapped up work for the day open twitter saw your tweet are you doing like a live radio call-in style episode? yeah i you know i was i was listening to the radio because i rented a, a u-haul yesterday to move some new bookcases into my house and mm -hmm. uh bookcases that, that now hold the lord of the rings um but when you were driving u-haul you don't have your typical like music situation so i listened to actual fm radio for the first time in a long time and there was there was this guy it's essentially a podcast but on the radio waves and but they have this beautiful thing where you can call in people call in and like i this lady was just rambling and the guy just had to sit there and make sense of it all and i i i love that energy so i wanted to bring that to to lord of the rings sentence bring the radio back to podcasting so are you so. gonna are you gonna give dispense advice 
uh, or are you going to give song recommendations? How is this going to work? Um, I'm not going to take it that far. I mean, it's still it's still the show. It's still Lord of the Rings sentence. And I've just been monologuing for about five minutes before you came on. It probably wasn't that long, but it felt longer. Um, I'm used to this being a conversational medium. And uh, and when it became me monologuing, that felt unnatural. Um, monologuing works in podcasts where you're talking about like murders and like true crime and stuff but it didn't really met not not this format not when you're talking about books no books are meant to be a conversation starter right. for us to engage with our fellow humanity members unless it's an audiobook which this podcast kind of is the world's longest audiobook just with some commentary in between you know what's funny is something i've observed recently because a lot of my friends have started getting into reading again Mm -hmm. is that especially with people you're not as closely acquainted with if you give them a book or a piece of media but especially books i've noticed this they're a lot more willing to engage with you and talk about the book and reveal things about themselves mm -hmm. like they're not ready to share of themselves yet but they'll share things about the book or their views on things that happened in the book that reveal mm -hmm. a lot about them as a person yeah um, so that's how we like engage with art is uh you know that that's the soul that's 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 the the quickest way to get to know somebody i think I think people I've, I've thought this about people have put turn their nose up about like taking first dates to to the movies because you can't get to know a person they say because you're just sitting there looking at them at the screen. Well, but of what that's all you do. The but... beauty of it is the the after the after movie breakdown and where you talk about it, you get to know that person what how did they connect with that movie. Now, if you go and see like Jumanji 2, you're probably not going to get to know each other that well. I love the Jumanji series, but uh, I, I think okay, this theory had... mainly works for 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 more interesting and artful movies. Okay, so one of the best experiences, though, I had after a bad movie. Um, so I went and saw the Anne Hathaway movie with Matthew McConaughey, looking at her IMDb right now, the horrible Anne one. Anne Hathaway, Matthew McConaughey. What is? What have they been in together? Was this a rom-com? It's called Serenity. The, that movie, that spoiler alert, turned out to be some kid's video game that you were watching the whole oh, time. Oh, weird. They were also in uh, Interstellar together. I just remembered. Yes. Yeah, but not that. This is not as good as Interstellar, but that Oh, Serenity, that was the boat one. That one was the, I remember there people talking about the big twist. The big twist was that it was a video game. Yeah, you were the NPCs in a kid's video game while he, that he played to escape the tension of his parents' destructive, impending, uh, ending marriage. But afterwards in the lobby, all of us who had been in the theater just decided to like spark it and discuss this piece of media we had just endured. Yeah. Um, still follow a lot of those people on Instagram. We bonded, hey. bonded over that shared experience. I'm closer a, to them than some people I grew up with. That's beautiful. And I don't know how we got on this uh, topic, uh, but yeah, I guess talking about books, it should be conversational. I don't need to be monologuing. Um, that being said, um, this is not just a podcast about the book, Lord of the Lord of the Rings. It's also about a podcast about Tolkien. And for a while I was trying to figure out what his name was without looking it up uh, by asking guests if they could help me confirm or deny what his initials are. And then 
in that segment so i would guess like what does the j stand for is it john yeah it's john great i can move on to the r is it ronald yes it's ronald well i accidentally read the full name john ronald rule online and so i i killed this segment and my guest on that episode uh was cody and he, and he gave me a punishment that i have to now um watch the movie tolkien uh, and break it down quibby by quibby. So this is the podcast where I... I'm going to take a time out to answer a work phone You're call. You're getting a work phone call? Perfect. I'll explain this to the audience. I'll keep the show going. Um, she's just pausing. She's muting. So I'll just continue to explain to you guys, because uh, Geneva doesn't need to hear the, the Tolkien quibby. But essentially, my punishment is this. And if you listened to last week, you know, I need to watch Tolkien... Uh, quibby by quibby which is somewhere between five to ten minutes no longer than ten minutes um and basically build out build it out like i'm 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 a quibby exec making a show out of the the movie tolkien so uh here's how that would go um episode one is like the first eight minutes or so it opens on horses uh, two guys, both on horses, one's in all black, one's in like all white, looks like Gandalf and Sauron or something, but they're, they're approaching each other. They, they clash swords and it says Tolkien, uh, title of the movie. And then we flash to World War One, where Tolkien is in the Psalm is what it said on the screen. The Psalm. I don't know what that is. I'm not very cultured, but it's in France, the Psalm France, and he's very sick and it's war. And he goes out into the rain, even though this guy's like, no, you're sick. You need to rest. And he's like, no, I don't care how sick I am. I, I'm not going to stay isolated in this tent. I'm going to leave and be with the other soldiers in the war, even though I'm sick. Um, and so he leaves the tent and he uh, and it's raining and there's puddles everywhere. And then it starts raining bullets and explosions uh, and they fall to the ground. And then some time passes and then the friend has Tolkien warm up by lantern light. He says, you're so cold and you're so sick. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Let's warm up by the, by the, uh, the, the, the lantern light. So they do. And then we flash back even further to little boy Tolkien. It's now England and, and there's children and they're playing with, with wooden swords. And, um, Oh, Geneva's back. I was just explaining. I'm halfway through explaining what episode one of the Tolkien Quibi would be if they had adapted the movie Tolkien into a like 10 part Quibi show. Um, Obviously, that is the vision that Tolkien envisioned for his life. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, When he was living his life, he was thinking, how can we break this down into digestible content for your phone? Um, Oh, I have a new game for you, though, if you're open to it. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I guess sure. We we can go into that. What what's up? What's what's the game? It all depends on one question. Okay. So Amazon announced the title of their Lord of the Rings TV show. Yes, what it is. Uh, yes, it's the 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 Rings of Power, and I like that. Yeah. It's fun. I was hoping you hadn't seen it yet. I was gonna have you guess. <laughs> I'm all over this stuff. I run a Lord of the Rings podcast, so the segment within a segment now. We because we're gonna finish out the rest of the the Tolkien Quibi after but now we're in fantasy news of the week insert themes i don't think i have a theme song for this segment but uh amazon uh oh geneva you have a you have a 
theme I song. Know. I was giving it, I don't know. I don't know. That was, that's that, why I don't compose. That works. I, that, that'll do. Um, so yeah, there's a new, there's a new show. We don't know anything other than the title. There was voiceover narration. Who was doing, do you know who was doing the voiceover narration? I do not, but I also mm. haven't been able to delve into the depths of the internet in regard to this. Today. Yeah. It is a work day. It's, it's just after work hours. So, um, but yeah, uh, it was the similar to the Galadriel like monologue that opens up the Fellowship of the Ring movie, um, talking about the rings and who they were given to, and stuff. And I'm really interested in this because the movies didn't go into these rings at all. They have power as well. There is the One Ring of more power, obviously the One Ring to rule all, rule them all, but. I don't even know what these rings do. You know what I mean? I know. I was thinking about that too, as they had that monologue playing over the title teaser. Yeah. That I also was doing math. I didn't realize that there were so many rings. They were just giving mm-hmm. them out left and right. There's like 20 rings when I counted by the end of that monologue. Right. But they were all of them deceived for another ring was made. Um, anyways, I'm excited. The whole title sequence looked like cg but i read that it wasn't cg i don't know how they did it i guess they really melted down gold or something i don't know it's amazon they just i'm sure they can afford it yeah we need prop gold to melt for the title sequence we can have nothing less minus gold jeff bezos posted a picture of himself next to the the like signage that has the um title on it it kind of bummed me out I think he's no, trying to position himself as like the Walt Disney of Amazon Studios. And I just don't think that there's like a creative bone in his body. <laughs> I don't think he can be that. I mean, m- maybe he's very creative. Maybe he has like a secret book of poetry somewhere that's like really, really good. You know, the Gilded Age Barons did give us some great stuff. They also gave us a lot of things that are still impacting us negatively today. But like Carnegie gave us a lot of libraries a lot of public libraries in the u.s are because of andrew carnegie um so maybe jeff bezos will give us a lot of great fantasy content that will feed us for a very long time i've heard wheel of time is great i just haven't watched it yet i also have heard that from my people who would be very into that yeah hey amazon if you're listening do you want to buy a DD half hour contemporary sitcom pilot no no business no trying to no trying to get noticed on my podcast podcasts aren't for people podcasts are to be never not to be listened to people aren't supposed to listen to these this is just for me (laughs) um so i'll continue with my my tolkien quibby um so it's young tolkien he's playing with swords and then he sees a priest walk into his house uh he follows the priest into this house and, he, and his mom is packing up the bags he says she says we're moving to birmingham uh th- that's the england one not the alabama one okay um, good i had to check you know yeah yeah you, you never know. Took licenses right um apparently the priest found a place for them to say to stay uh she says difficult times are ahead but we're lucky that the church is supporting us uh especially after your father since your father isn't here with us anymore at the mention of his father tolkien bolts out the door uh and she calls after him she says ronald 
And so I'm glad I didn't watch this movie before I did the JRR What Does It Stand For segment because she gave away one of the initials there, Ronald. Um, she catches up to him and they hug uh, in, in the hills, which he, he looks out over the rolling hills when they're when they're moving away. It looks like Hobbiton kind of, you kind of start to see where the inspiration comes in. Uh, they get settled and she, she starts comparing the circumstances to, to uh, things she's read about in novels. Um, and then Tolkien says, like, that's stupid, uh, b- because in real life, uh, we won't find any any treasure. And to which she says, there's no fooling you, is there, John Ronald? And so that's another initial that would have been spoiled had I watched this movie before the J.R.R. T- what does it stand for segment was done. So she tells the kids bedtime stories about dragons. Uh, and then Tolkien's very captivated by the story. And then the story ends with her talking about the importance of bravery and how the hero doesn't even care if he lives or dies. And that's the end of the first Quibi, I think. I think you end with that captivation uh, with that story. So that's a good clean seven minutes. If this movie were on Quibi, that would be the end of episode one. So Cody that long boring segment of my show uh that that's thanks to you cody so thank you thank you cody um well i guess it's oh sorry go ahead geneva i I cut you off no i just love how cody gives this to you but yeah it's not here to ensure that it is run properly yeah i mean he was on last week um which we recorded like three months ago and now i'm cramming before this comes out tomorrow it's it's whatever my podcast is dumb no one should listen to it anyways it's probably time for the one sentence to rule them all uh sentence number sentence number 39 uh in geneva you've been listening to every episode correct so you know where we are in the story you you could just why don't you sum it up for me they're gonna throw a birthday party for bilbo yep Frodo is excited and everyone else hates Mm -hmm. how rich they are pretty much um and they are uh when i say they the gaffer uh old noakes of bywater and daddy two foot they're all kind of gossiping about frodo um right now and they're 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 talking about how he's always spending time on the wrong side of brandywine river and then with the brandy bucks of buckland um and they're talking about how um they are are really weird over there and they fool around with boats on that big river and that isn't natural was the last thing that the gaffer said and i still can't make heads or tails of what is unnatural about playing on a boat in a big river do you got any and you know you neither okay maybe it's that same mindset that thought humans shouldn't fly otherwise god would have given them oh maybe yeah humans shouldn't be on top of water because humans sink humans float though humans float naturally you throw a baby in the water they float until a certain point um there's a certain point where your body will sink i think if that baby is on its back its head sticking out of the water it's gonna be fine you can train a baby to like float for like hours those videos are so cute. They just like plop them and they go paddle, 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 paddle. To me, it's it's terrifying. I don't think it's very cute. I think it's I think it's cruel. It's 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 good. They're teaching the baby to not drown, and babies aren't going to drown because of it. But it looks like they're just like 
putting these babies in situations they shouldn't be in. You know what I mean? It's interesting. Um, but anyways, the one sentence to rule them all goes a little something like this. Small wonder what trouble came of it, I say. And that, and that's the whole thing. That's the whole sentence. Now, the I in this case, could you fill me in for those that, of That's gaffer is in the middle of like a long paragraph of dialogue here. So that's the gaffer. That's Samwise Gamgee's dad. Okay. Old Ham Gamgee, who goes by the gaffer, which means old man. Um, so he was just talking about how the, the Brandy Bucks in Buckland fool around in boats on that big river. And that is a natural. Small wonder that trouble came of it, I say. I oh, did I say what trouble came of it? It's that trouble came of it. Small wonder that trouble came of it, I say. So trouble did come from it. So trouble came of it and he saw it coming. He was like, hey, yeah, small wonder. Uh, so I wonder what's going to happen when he elaborates on that. What, what did he call and what trouble happened over in Buckland? Hmm. Well, as we've established previously, Buckland folk get up to all sorts of things. They, they do. They're very woodsy over there. Um, kind of backwoods hobbits. Look, I got no ideas. Uh, and frankly, I need to read another sentence before I can speculate any further, but I can't because that's not what the show is um so i don't know geneva you got any any final thoughts on this sentence i think once again we are being primed mm. for the rest of the book and that if you leave hobbiton things are bound to happen to you whether that be by air by sea or by land Ooh, well we, we're talking about sea now or river rather but still water still boats so that is uh, adventure adventure is ahead for these these hobbits so i hope no one's gonna leave the shire for hobbits uh, something tells me they're gonna because i've seen the movies um well geneva now now you are allowed to try to advance your career by plugging where people can find you if you want to do that but earlier it was wildly inappropriate never <laughs> never let that happen again not on my uh, podcast no I, I apologize. It will never happen again until next time. Um, if anyone would like to follow me, you can find me on Twitter at GKWillis6, where I tweet all things writing, Hollywood, and nerd-tastic. Like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. That's nerdy. Um, and you can follow me at Chad A. Oliver. Um, I'm on TikTok, but I haven't made a TikTok in a while. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Letterboxd, my favorite social media. Are you on Letter? You should be on Letterboxd if you're not, Geneva. It's really great. I will cave one day. Do it. Just do it. Despite the bullet, start logging. Don't worry about like logging every movie you've seen. Just start logging movies as you watch them. And then you can mark things as watched as you go, kind of. But it's it's a wonderful platform. You can see what people thought of movies. It can be a conversation starter. You can say, hey, I saw you only gave uh, The Last Jedi two and a half stars. What gives? And then a whole conversation can can blossom out of that. Well, see, I would never give The Last Jedi two and a half stars, but that is a discussion for another podcast. Mm. You going to do The Last Jedi minute or something? 
Oh no, that's your project, not mine. No, I'm already, my hands are tied with this Tolkien podcast, so I should, uh, I should stick with this, but thanks for coming on the show. Um, and this has been the 39th sentence of the fellowship of the ring. Uh, tune in next week for the 40th sentence of the fellowship of the ring. That might be cool.com. You never know.